What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you guys. Uh, this is Get the Ball Rolling. I know, I know, I'm a day late posting this podcast. Uh, yesterday I had the opportunity, uh, I was I was uh, afforded tickets to uh, the Raiders, the, the Raiders-Chargers game, Las Vegas Raiders against the San Diego Chargers. And to be honest, I will never say no to a football game. And so it was my first ever NFL game, and it was phenomenal. And so I decided to, to go down there uh, where it was an afternoon game. Didn't get back till we till a little bit later. And so uh, that's why I'm uh, we're recording it actually Monday night uh, for for the uh, for for the for this week's podcast. So happy to be with you guys today. Uh, can't wait to to really dive into what happened over the weekend. Phenomenal games and and a look ahead to the week before. So um, I had a lot of people ask me this question, uh, and we're going to get into it as far as this goes. Uh, Tyler, uh, what happened with your predictions? And <laughs> it, it really cracks me up uh, because it's true. Uh, this last week, we did not predict the best outcomes, obviously like missing. Uh, we're not afraid to, to admit when we are wrong. Uh, but as far as um, I've learned in my life, if you have um, a, a stance that you can explain, so whether that be politics, whether that be football, whether that be why you deserve an extra chocolate chip cookie that your wife made, or uh, you know why you deserve to sit in front of a TV all Saturday and watch football, if you have it based in not, not only evidence, but if you have it based in facts, and you can argue that position to whomever. I truly believe that that is the the, the mark of 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 someone who is intelligent. So, yes, Furman lost, and that was a big blow. North New Hampshire lost. We're going to get into that game a little bit later. However, I don't think I was wrong in my assessment as far as if Furman's defense stepped up and played as tough as nails, they would win the game. And to be honest, UIW made a couple more plays, and they were able to beat it. So my assessment wasn't right. The prediction was wrong, but the assessment was right. New Hampshire. I said if they can get in and they can play the way that they did against, uh, against Fordham and get behind them, use the deep ball, play up-tempo, they will win. And they probably would have had they not been playing in gale force winds and you know driving rain we were right on the south dakota state same thing weaver state um i had a lot of stuff people call me a weaver state homer sure i can i i don't care if i'm if i'm called a weaver state homer i think it's okay to talk about your biases i like weaver state i like jay hill um good good friend of the of, of the show and i like a lot of the players a lot of my friends go to Weber State. A lot of them are on the team. And so I cheer for Weber State. Uh, and I thought that there were times that, that Montana State had a couple of balls bounce their way, and Weber State was was not afforded the opportunity. Uh, 
And then the rest of the games, we were, we were pretty much uh, dead on. William & Mary, Stanford, North Dakota State, and Sac State. So, a uh, wonderful game. That Sac State-Richmond game was an absolute barn burner. If you didn't watch that game, you were missing out. That is that is FCS football at its finest. But uh, that's kind of... So, if you're able to argue, if you're able to tell me why you feel the way that you do um, about a certain thing outside of just saying because you're stupid or because you're dumb, then, hey... I'll, I'll take it. And uh, if your prediction's right, your prediction's right. Nobody knows. At this point, we're all guessing. And you can say, well, my assessment uh, online, I am undefeated on my bracket. Well, great. You picked all high seats. And you don't understand the nuances of football because you're just picking whoever's winning. Now, this week, I think all high seats win. I'm going to say that on the same flip side. I think all the high seats win. But I'm going to base it in, in logic and I'm going to base it on what I've seen so far this year. So there you go. That's kind of my thought. Um, use it with your wives, husbands, whatever. Anyone out there you, you using it uh, to think of it as you know how, how to argue your stance logically and if you can hey powers to you you that is a mark of true intelligence and hey predictions happen that's what we're in this business for is uh, everyone at this point is just guessing so we're going to jump into the games uh the first the first thing that stood out to me and uh let's see one two three uh four four maybe five of the games weather is the great equalizer let me tell you as I was watching that, that Holy Cross New Hampshire game, I'll tell you what I was doing. My brother called me up. He said, Tyler, I need a haircut. I said, all right, dude. Well, the games are on. I want to watch the games. He said, luckily for you, I'm going to sports clips where the games will be on. I said, all right, we're going to go get a soda. We have a nice little uh, soda drink place here where I live. Go and grab one. We go to sports clips. He's getting his haircut. Because he, he, it takes a while, he has a lot of hair, we're sitting there watching, and, and I was able to really take in the New Hampshire game. For those of you who don't know, I watch a lot of my, my, uh, my college football games, most football games. Um, I watch it with the sound off, because I don't want to be uh, impaired or, or, or impaired, maybe, I may not be the right word, um, swayed, uh, whatever you want to use. I don't want to listen to the announcers and what their opinions are. Number one, FCS announcers are terrible. I'm sorry you didn't watch most of these games all year. You just did a, a brief little study and you act like you know the entire team. And number two, uh, a lot of times they're they're way off base on far as their stuff. They're just trying to be the next guy to make it up on the ESPN, to do the SEC, and then to later do the NFL. That's the world we live in. They're out. They're in it for themselves instead of in it for just pr providing smart contacts. But because I was at Sports Clips, they had the game on, and as I'm watching it, you know, it really became apparent as the announcers were talking. I just kept on watching, and I'm like, something's up with New Hampshire, and nobody was talking about it. They they kind of briefly mentioned the weather, but New Hampshire was a physical team. They were a good team, but that weather. I think if you play that game 10 times over, I don't know. Maybe the, it's it's 5 and 5. But under those circumstances, that afford that that afford an opportunity for Holy Cross to win. Not only is the weather just absolutely gnarly and they really did have a better rush game, but you were at home. You're going into into your locker room. You got to sleep in your bed the night before. And I think when I say weather's a great equalizer is those things weigh down an opposing team. When you add in weather and it equalizes the game out and you don't have those variables of, you know, if this guy can hit the, hit the deep ball, etc., etc., it really shrinks the games. You're playing the games between the 20s instead of inside of the red zone. And Holy Cross just took advantage of, of the opportunities presented with them. The UIW game. 
They came out swinging. What a phenomenal game. Back and forth the entire time. Furman would get up. UIW would get up. Incarnate Word. They played tough, even though they know their coach is leaving. And it was a great win. I mean, I was impressed. I, I had only watched five or six Cardinal games, of the, the, the UIW games all season. I was very impressed. I thought that they had played a really soft schedule. I thought that Furman, uh, the way that I saw them play against Elan the week before, they did what was right. Very impressed with them. Uh, South Dakota State, it was cold hitting that, that that cold South Dakota State turf, man. It is, it is nasty. You don't want to be doing that. Uh, they played all over the place. Delaware really shouldn't have been in in the first place. They got in, had a really easy first round. Now they're there. Montana State game, same thing. It was a cold, gnarly atmosphere. It was loud. Montana State is very difficult to beat at home. I thought Weaver State could do it because they had been there, done that. They had played before. They didn't. It's okay. Uh, no no harm, no foul. I think the Wildcats are back here next year. They are a, a legit team so far. William Mary, Gardner-Webb. Felt like Gardner-Webb got their win. Uh, they got their win their first week, kind of like Montana, kind of same kind of analysis. They got their big win, and now they're just going to ride off into the sunset. Hey, we got a playoff win. Then use that on the recruiting trail. And then Sanford-Southeast Louisiana. What a phenomenal game. What a, what an interesting game. I thought Selaw, well, Southeast Louisiana, uh, I thought that, or SLU, whatever, uh, I thought they, they were going to... Uh, they were just going to roll over. I thought that, hey, that Idaho win was kind of fluky. You know, uh, a kicker makes it on the on the fake kick, but makes it, but misses it on the real kick. I, all these crazy things. They played great. Uh, Sanford was lucky to get away with it in the end. But looking forward to this next week, I think we get some really interesting matchups. But I think it's predictable uh, what's going to happen. Uh, really, I see... Uh, the first game we have Sanford taking on North Dakota State. Uh, it is in the Fargo Dome. Now they don't have uh, Lupke. Uh, the, the the Bison don't have them have him. But I, I still think, despite this this uh, you know North Dakota State team really not being that entertaining to watch. Uh, I mean they're all right. Uh, I've said it all along. They're 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 all right to watch. It's it's nothing to write home about. But I really think watching this team. They're they're just better than Sanford now. Sanford could roll out a completely new team next week, and they might you know get hyped just to go to the Fargo Dome. You can knock out the you know the reigning champs. Uh, people can feed off of that, but I think in that environment, uh, I just don't see North Dakota State and the Bison losing. Uh, you know now they do play the winner. Um, they do go on. Let me see. Uh, I want to. Just to be sure. So they'll play the winner of UIW, Incarnate Word, against uh, Sacramento State, which, again, super interesting matchup. I think it, it bodes well for North Dakota State. I think all of those teams, I think uh, Sacramento State's the next most physical team, uh, and they're going to get into a physical match. That's how North Dakota State likes to play. Uh, but I would say North Dakota State over Sanford. Not too much of analysis. I just think that, that, that North Dakota State's going to be mean. I think uh, also Sanford has never been here before. They don't know what it's like to go on the road in the Fargo Dome and to, to come out with a win. But sometimes that's good. Sometimes not knowing what you don't know is a good thing. That's where upsets, how upsets occur. But I just think that the, this North Dakota State is just going to outmuscle them. Um, you know, when you can go take a, a six, seven, eight minute drive, uh, first drive of the game, 
uh, and then when they have to go down three and out and then a second drive, I really think it could be put out of them, put the game out pretty quick. I want to go 38-21 for the Bison of North Dakota State, and they'll be uh, watching uh, that Sacramento State game. Uh, probably the, the game will be over. They'll be able to watch that game and then prepare for that upcoming week. Should be a great uh, semifinal matchup. However, they will not be at home unless uh, Incarnate Ward beats Sacramento State. Then in that case, uh, they would, uh, they would, you know, then uh, be at home. So they'll be watching that game very closely. I am sure of it. So the next game up, we have Montana State taking on William and Mary. And this right here, I think, is the best matchup so i want to say the best the next game up will be the closest matchup but the best matchup i love what coach london has done at william and mary we were on them we i i, I watch a lot of william and mary i like them uh, my wife's family is actually from colonial williamsburg uh and so i so i kind of have an investment uh in in william and mary and so i've watched them and i'm like hey you know what 2020 that spring season I'm like, oh, okay william and mary um, the the 2021 season, we were on them. We said, hey, you know what? They really should have been in, and they didn't get in. They were like one of the first three out. Like, okay. This year, they have played downright incredible. Uh, they they really have only had one slip-up, and, and, and really, I mean, it was a four-point loss. It was at home. This team has beat uh, Charlotte on the road. This team has, you know, beat Rhode Island, beat Delaware, beat Villanova, beat Richmond. This is a good football team. But as I stated in the beginning, weather is a great equalizer. I think traveling, I think it's unfair what they did. Traveling, they're going to have to travel cross-country from Virginia to Montana, number one. Number two, it is a night game in Montana. Uh, those kids may have never been in temperatures as cold as what they're going to be faced with in Bozeman uh, on that night. And honestly, played on a neutral site field, I think it's a one-point game in favor of Montana State, but it's close, razor thin. I think played at night in Montana, I think it bodes well for Montana State. I do think William & Mary's defense is tough as nails. I think they can stop the run game a little bit better uh, and, and quite possibly one of the best defenses that they've seen all year as far as, as that goes. I want to go 28-24. Montana State inks out the win, but I think the home field advantage uh, and, and and, and to be honest, just that night, the cold is going to play a big factor in, in the overall outcome. Could, do I see that William & Mary has a path? Yes. Again, they're going to have to come out. If I were them, I would receive the ball first. I would go down and call your best seven or eight plays, get a touchdown, tell your defense to play as tough as humanly possible, get up a couple scores, and then play keep away. That's how I see it. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how this game kind of plays out. That's where I see it. I think Montana State will be going away with the win. And unfortunately, we'll be matched up with the South Dakota State Jackrabbits in that second round, uh, the winner of them in Holy Cross. But we'll get to that in a minute. Next game up, we have Sacramento State taking on Incarnate Word, UIW. And, you know, Sacramento State finally got over the hump. And I think a lot of times in life, uh, I, I'm a runner, and so I want to explain it in, in running terms, and you guys can, can, can take it for what it's worth. When you've done something over and over again, and you know whether that whether it be a lot of things, sometimes you get mental blocks, 
And so in high school, uh, I was a runner. And for most people, there's a really big mental block at the five-minute mile mark. It means you have to run 75 seconds around for each 400, for each lap around the house, each quarter mile, in order to finish at five, you know, five minutes flat. You're going to sprint at the end, so you're hoping to get 4.59. Really big mental roadblock. Very, very hard to break. So I had been training, training, training over and over again, and I kept on getting, I get close, 507, 503, 502, 505, over and over again. And it, and it was completely dependent on, on, on weather, blah, 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 right? Weather, what I had for lunch, did my stomach hurt, was I feeling good, those kinds of things. And then one day, my dad told me, and I remember um, I was at my high school, so just let it loose. Just, just go for it. Absolutely go for it. So I did. Bam. Five minutes flat. Okay. The, the, the season ends. Um, I end up going into cross country, have a wonderful cross country season, start training my body a little bit more. And then it, and then it comes and rolls around indoor track season. And in, in Utah, because of, of the amount of snow that we get, we have to run indoors during the, the winter. Uh, I mean, we, we train outdoors, but all of the, the, the indoor track is obviously inside. And I remember uh, racing at the Olympic Ice Oval in Kearns, Utah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump in the group just a smidge better than me. So the kids that were going to run like 450. And if, I, and if I'm dead last, I'm going to be dead freaking last. I do not care. I want to break in. And I end up running, running hard on that track because it's around where, where they held the 2002 Olympics. Um, it's a little bit longer, so it's three and a half laps. I come across the time. I look up. I ran it in, in 451. I had shattered it by nine seconds. And from then on, I proceeded to get faster, faster, faster. And in college, ran the mile at Weber State in four minutes and seven seconds. But the biggest hurdle to get over was that five-minute mile mark. The 430 mark wasn't. The 420 mark wasn't. That mental block at five minutes was my mental hurdle. And then I was able to excel. And I think, and, and that might be a long reasoning. I like to relate my personal life to these kinds of things. But that's how I see Sacramento State. They just needed a playoff win. That's what they needed. They have been, they've had three great teams. Absolute studs on both sides of the offense. And that Richmond team was a very good team. Sacramento State came together. They were able to win it in the end. They were able to pull away. By a touchdown, they were able to make the plays necessary. I think Sacramento State wins. I think it's going to be close, 31-24. I think it's a seven-point game. But I don't think, uh, I, I honestly don't see uh, Incarnate Word. I think beating them, I think this defense is better. Now, if the defense gets gassed, I could see, you know, there's a path for UIW. But I think getting over that hump, they're totally. They know how to win it now. They've been here, uh, and they're and they're not looking. They're not looking forward to the next week because they've only had one win. And so I think you know, staying focused, getting them on track this week, and just saying, hey, one one play at a time, one practice at a time, one snap at a time. Every single one of those things reiterated over and over. I think they win. Like I said, 31-24 for Sac State. And they'll be going on uh, to play the uh, well, the winner of Sanford, North Dakota State, which very, very interesting. 
I think Sacramento State can do it. And honestly, I think Sacramento State could end up in the national championship. A little bit of a preview there. Last game, uh, this is played on Saturday. South Dakota State against Holy Cross. Honestly, uh, the most boring game of the week. Uh, I, I mean, I no, no, no. I don't want to bash Holy Cross. They're just not an interesting team for me. I've watched them. I've tried to watch them. I've tried to get invested in them. Uh, just, I just don't find them very interesting. I think that they they play um, very. Uh, what's the word? Um, they're like the pretty boy in school where it doesn't feel like they their their life has really knocked them around very much and. Then they go out and they, you know, they beat down on on a good team, but every single bounce went their way. Every single bounce, it felt like, and now they're walking around like like they're the, like the greatest, you know, big man on campus. I think South Dakota State rolls. Um, I I don't think this is game is going to be close. It needs to be forty two twenty one. I think South Dakota State at home. I uh, I think that they're a different beast at home. And I, I you know congratulations to the Crusaders for getting that win. No 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 disrespect there and no shade there. But I just think South Dakota State is a phenomenal team. I think Holy Cross gets taken down a peg. But great job of building the program. And you can only do so much at the Patriot Pioneer NEC uh, you know, conferences, uh, WAC conferences. You can only do so much. So in order to you know to get a win in the playoffs, it's a big not only for you but for the conference. Uh, I just don't see um, South Dakota State as is as losing this football game. So we are rolling right along for the playoffs. It is quarterfinal time, getting ready for semifinals. Can't wait. For this. I think this is a great weekend, uh, another great weekend of football. Uh, obviously, most games will be played Friday and then uh, into Saturday. So should be really fun, should be really interesting. Make sure to uh, watch those games this weekend and uh, really enjoy it because we only have a few weeks left uh, of FCS football on the road to Frisco. So this has been another edition of Get the Ball Rolling. Again, thank you guys so much. Uh, I know it's the holiday time, and I say it every single year. I say it every single podcast, but truly – Thank you for the support that you guys have given us uh, over over the years, but especially this year, um, we've almost doubled the the downloads. You know, uh, they give you your your statistics. We've almost downloaded uh, the number of, of of downloads we had the year before. Uh, we're starting to to get, have sponsors reach out to us, and it was just all of that money goes back to you guys uh, to producing and and making a better show for you guys. So thank you guys, the fans. I know we used to do a lot longer podcasts. You know, forty. 50 minutes we've condensed it you guys seem to have loved that uh reach out to us on twitter at get rolling 19 uh love to interact with you guys at fans there's a lot of fan questions that we have going forward and uh we'll be doing uh the the, the year-end recap uh in just a few weeks after the national championship so stay tuned for that so thank you guys so much have a wonderful weekend of college football and let's keep the ball rolling